Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. It is 7.18. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning. So I, until very recently, I actually considered this uh, Pallywood term. I thought it was a bit derogatory, of course, based on Bollywood, of Hollywood. And it's the idea that a lot of the information that we get out of the region is actually not true. And then and then I saw corpses move. And then I saw, and then I thought, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, corpses don't move, not like that, not when you're setting them up for a photo shoot anyway. And then I I saw another guy who's actually everywhere. He's been running around celebrating. Then he's been in hospital while people mop his brow. And then they see, uh, see him afterwards, uh, look like he was being nebulized for a chest infection. And so he's everywhere. Uh, seems to be one of the actors in Gaza, which, of course, makes it very, very difficult because how do we verify and how do we really know what's going on, what is staged and what is not? Well, Professor Richard Landis, he's an American-Israeli historian and author. He is actually very much uh, has very much looked into this and understands more than most uh, what is going on in terms of misinformation and disinformation. Professor, a very good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Okay. Good morning. So, uh, so tell us about tell us about what seems to have become a little bit of a cottage industry uh, in terms of disinformation coming out of Gaza and the region. Well, uh, I'll tell you, first of all, how I came upon uh, the term Pallywood, mm-hmm. which was back in, in 2003, I was investigating the story of Muhammad Adula, this 12-year-old boy who was allegedly um, shot in his father's arms deliberately by the IDF, um, which I've done a lot of work on and which I describe as um, literally a a postmodern blood libel. Mm. Um, and while I was doing it, I, uh, first of all, worked with somebody who had two hours of Reuters, um, the Reuters photographer, Palestinian, his um, shots that were taken at Netzarim Junction, which is where the, the alleged murder of this boy took place. And there were clearly scenes of faking. Uh, so I knew that, you know, there was faking going on, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't really, it didn't quite sink in. And then I saw the 20 minutes of footage from the cameraman who filmed the alleged murder of this child, and I was watching it with the French-Israeli journalist, Charles Anderlin, who was the the man who put out the story of Muhammad Adura as if it were news. Mm. Um, and so I'm sitting next to him, and his cameraman is watching, because his Israeli cameraman is there. Oh, we seem... Oh, and, uh, let's just see if... Uh, uh, Professor, Professor Richard Landis, are you there with us? Uh, this there we go. big, heavy guy mm. grabs his leg as if he's been shot, and um, limps badly looking around and the scene is you fake an injury and then people come and grab you and carry you to an ambulance and that's what gets filmed um and he looked around and nobody came and so he a bunch of kids came and he shooed the kids away and then walked away without a limp so um the cameraman and i laughed and i said why are you laughing he said because because um 
it looks so fake. And I said, yeah, a lot of it seems to be fake. And the journalist said, oh, yeah, they do that all the time. <laughs> it's a cultural thing. Oh, it's a cultural thing. Wow. It's a cultural thing, which, which mind you, is classic Orientalism. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, and so, at, at, exactly. And as I walked out, I thought, holy mackerel. It, it was like... I knew they faked, but I didn't realize that the other side had, that the journalists had no problem with the fake. And that's when I realized that it was a kind of industry. So, um, so that's when I coined the term and I made a, a, a movie, a documentary, which you can find um, if you go to my website or if you just type in Paladin mm -hmm. Documentary 2005, I'm sure you'll find it. Um, so... Uh, that's how I came upon it, and in fact, it had a very salutary effect because the next year, in 2006, Israel went into Lebanon, and a bunch of bloggers, including um, Charles Johnson mm. and uh, Richard, I forget his name, um, anyway, they caught a whole bunch of fakes coming out of uh, out of Lebanon. So, so that was a good start. Now, yeah. to go to the present. There is a lot of stuff about Hollywood going going on. You're the first in news station to consult me. I get cited in articles, but many of the articles are dismissive of Hollywood and say, "Oh no, that's not the case." So this uh, actor you said was dead one day and walking around the next day, according to fact checking, um, it's not the same person. Uh -huh. uh, I don't know. I got other things on my mind uh, at the moment than than catching these kinds of silly things. Right. The really serious, the really serious Hollywood in my mind is what what the the um, Hamas told the press that there was an Israeli strike on a hospital. On the hospital, yeah. Mm, mm. And everybody believed it. And we're seeing these all, all the time. We're seeing the South African Department of International Relations quoting these figures coming out of Gaza that are, are bizarre, bizarre figures, but they're just swallowing them because they choose to, obviously. And, and uh, there's nothing yes. that's verified. Yes, and, and if you look at the site of the, the strike, um, which is not the hospital. The mm. hospital got some blown-out windows. Yeah, yeah, it was um, the, the parking and yet, lot. And mm. yet here's CNN reporting that, that a doctor was operating in the operating room and the ceiling came in. Um, <laughs> so, you know, they, they literally, it's like they've been so primed to see what they expect to see that even when the information doesn't add up, they keep going. So, you know, the New York Times had the headline, Israeli strike on hospital kills 500. Then when they had to remove Israel, it was strike on hospital kills 500. And, and, but they just kept, and they kept this number of 500, which in my estimation and the European estimation of this, I'm trying to get a professional estimation, but my guess is that it's dozens at most. Mm, mm. And but yet, uh, three days later, we'll we'll get uh, quotes again. Uh, the publications around the world using quotes again from uh, from Hamas. So lessons aren't learned, which I find a, a little bit strange. Is there's an unwillingness 
to accept that, yes, Hamas might go and murder, slaughter 1,400 people, but they would never lie, would they? <laughs> That's exactly what I wrote in the article I published in Quillette. I said, you know, oh, well, Hamas may slaughter Jews, but they wouldn't lie to us. Never. No, no, absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, we talk about it and we, you know, you do read quite a bit on social media, people um, objecting to it. Is there any headway being made? Uh, in, in with with regard to this type of credibility, or is it is still just uh, swallowed uh, hook, line, and sinker? Uh, well, I mean, I think that the uh, the the CNN switched it from strike on hospital to blast at hospital. Uh, I mean, I think that story of Al Ahly uh, Hospital mm. uh, tells us the depressing news that the media is not, even after they saw what Hamas is about on the 7th, 10 days later, they were right back to where they were. And, you know, places like CNN, I, I record CNN, so I'm going over what they, mm. how they covered it, you know, and they just obsessed over this story before they had anything from the Israelis. So, you know, this woman, Julia Chatterley, whose program is supposed to be about business, um, spent 52 minutes of her hour. That means everything but the ad mm, mm. on this on, on the strike. And she knew nothing. She knew nothing. And all of the information she was dealing with was false. And, and then it goes to Jake Tapper and, and on and on. So it, it's, and it's not like these you, – you can't call these people – anti-Semites, it, 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 they're more like zombies. They're, it's like they cannot not do this. They're, they're, just, they're just, you know, drawn, they're hypnotized by what I call news about Jews behaving badly. Absolutely. That is where we'd leave it. I'd love your thoughts on it. 34519 or 0618951019. That's Professor Richard Landis. He's an American Israeli historian and author, and he is the person who uh, developed the concept or coined the phrase Paddywood. So uh, that is, uh, we thought we would bring that to you.